to do that twice. Today on First Cup, uh, I'm going to tell you why I'm not drinking coffee this morning. Uh, tell you about my plans for the day as I get ready to head home and actually head home. And I'll tell you about some amazing food. We had just replaced it's Friday, so we got jokes. So stick around. We're live in, I don't know, like 10? Throw myself off trying to use that video. So, sure, we'll say soon. Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Uh, wait, how do I start the show? Good morning, everyone, and welcome. Today is Friday, March 4th, 2022. My name is Jeremy, and I don't have coffee this morning. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, good morning to Mark and Daniel and Ray and all the rest of you, if you're watching live later or listening. So I don't think anybody asked about it yesterday. Daniel asked, you know, what's with the dodgy countdown intro? Um, I found it in the software that we use here. And I thought it might be a fun way to get the show going so everybody gets the notification. But um, I'm not just standing here staring at the screen saying nothing, nor am I saying things that people miss because let's face it most of you are at least a few seconds late because nobody uh, even if you're sitting there and you're ready to press the button there's going to be a delay and so this is an attempt to figure out if that's a good thing dennis likes it daniel says it's super cheesy uh those could be the same thing so uh i'm gonna play with it for a while and see what i think so yesterday was a pretty solid day I did very little. I watched one and a half Harry Potter movies. I found a new place to eat, which is awesome. And it's right there. Excuse me. Um, and I went over for lunch and I came back. And I realized, wait a second. Actually, it was before that. I realized all I'd had was coffee and I was really bloated and my mind started turning and I went, huh, I might have an insensitivity or a sensitivity. Yeah. I might have a sensitivity to coffee or perhaps a component in coffee, or perhaps it's, um, you know, mold because a lot of crummy coffee, who, who knows at this point, I have no idea but I need to explore this. So instead of reusing the coffee filter from yesterday, uh, I just had water when I got. So <laughs> you guys are, uh, but you like the countdown. Dennis says best of the best is cheesy and way cool. Well, uh, you're half right. Um, Tommy says music, final countdown, cheesy at its best. Andy saw a rocket launch yesterday, and he sent me the video, and I thought it was really cool and something that I hope to see myself someday. Uh, yeah. So, so I walked past this restaurant when I came from the boat to the hotel, and I was like, oh, I'll have to check that out. And I was looking at restaurants that are in the immediate area, and there are very few that I felt like walking to, you know, one of the things about travel is you, you start to get a feel for the culture. 
Well, there are definitely restaurants that are not for tourists, right? Like there are local restaurants, you know, where you're going to get people. It's kind of like a bar, right? Like there are bars where if you walk in and you have never been there before, people are going to give you a look, right? And so there, the majority of the restaurants, like right around here, uh, kind of give me the vibe of a local restaurant. And, you know, what's one of my self-defense things? Don't go to stupid, stupid places. Don't go, don't go to stupid places with stupid people and do stupid things. Going to a restaurant that I am fairly sure would be uh, likely to reject tourists is a stupid thing. I'm not doing it. Okay. Uh, but this place was very clearly catered to visitors. And it's a vegan vegetarian restaurant. And not that I am, you know, I, I eat some meat. But I was like, let's give it a shot. The reviews are awesome. So I went over and I had an incredible lunch. And then I went back for dinner and had an incredible dinner. If you guys are watching my, my Instagram stories, you're seeing the pictures of this food. It was just great food. I had some of the best nachos I'd ever had. And it wasn't even real cheese. And that was so weird. Um, oh, you guys are a trip. Uh, Daniel says, but sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. I absolutely do. Which is why I'm going home later. Uh, but just great food. Look out over the water and had a couple of glasses of wine and came back and, and slept. Uh, I will say that between the air conditioning unit up there, which I think every five to 10 minutes makes these clunky noises and the birds outside, I have not slept great here. Those birds are incessant. It is all night long. I don't know when they sleep. I don't think they do. It's ridiculous. Um, my flight is at quarter of six local time. My checkout is at one. I asked them, I was like, oh, you know, I don't need to be at the airport that early. Can I check out later? And they're like, yeah, we can give you another couple hours for $50 US. I was like, no, because I'm just going to watch a movie for 50 bucks. I'll sit in the airport and watch the movie. Um, this place is fine. I won't stay here again. The best place, the best thing about staying here was that restaurant. I wouldn't have found that restaurant otherwise. If I come back, the only reason I would stay here is its proximity to the water taxi. There's a Radisson right there, which is big and new and shiny and has a restaurant. I probably should have stayed there, but I didn't know. I like the look of this place. It looks like an old uh, southern plantation home. It's, it just has columns. It's just kind of a neat spot. So sometimes you check stuff out. Sometimes it doesn't work the way you want it to. Um, I have to get a test. Uh, I was going to do that at the airport, but when I was talking to the, the front desk about getting a taxi, they said, you know, we have somebody coming to do a test for other guests at 8 a.m. Uh, do you want in? It's 25 bucks more. Okay, sure. Because on the very off chance that I get quarantined, at least I'm right here at a hotel. Yeah. You know, uh, knock on 
blink. But that doesn't happen because I want to go home. Uh, if I can't be out on the island, I want to be home. Um, I, I see. I see no reason to be to be here. Uh, anything else? I'm going to spend eight hours in the Dallas airport after the time that all the stores are closed and most people are gone. So that's going to be lame. Um, hopefully there's food. Let's see. By the time I get there, there should be something open, but there's not going to be much. Because I get there at like nine something. Yeah, it's like right around nine. By the time I come off the plane. Yeah, so. Restaurants are open until 10. I'll be good to go. I might look that up to find one. All right. Anything else? I watch time to pack. Pack, shower. I'm going to have one meal at that restaurant. Because trying to stuff two meals into a morning just feels silly. I haven't been eating that much on this trip, and I feel good. All right. Jokes. It's Fun Day Friday. Let's do some jokes. Courtesy of Frank. Thank you, Frank. And I know that uh, I saw at least Dennis had left some stuff in the Facebook group, so I'll pull that up in a moment. The jokes for Fun Day Friday. Believes it or not, Tuesday was playing a solo vacation day. I did not know, but how appropriate. So here are some vacation jokes. Where do crayons go for vacation? Colorado. I told my suitcases we weren't going on vacation. Now I'm dealing with emotional baggage. This is going to be the first year that I haven't taken a vacation in Paris because of the pandemic. Usually it's due to lack of money. <laughs> where, do where do beekeepers stay on vacation? Airbnb. My partner and I can never agree on vacations. I want to go to exotic islands and stay in five-star hotels. She wants to come with me. Where do sharks go on vacation? Finland. I hung up a map of the U.S. in the kitchen and gave my wife a dart. I told her we would go on a two-week vacation wherever she stuck the dart. Looks like we'll be spending two weeks behind the fridge. I've always wanted to do that. What did the llama say before his vacation? I'll pack a bag. Nice. Uh, and let me switch over to this because I saw where are they? Let me close this. Frank always has great jokes. Uh, scrolling, 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 scrolling. All right. From Chris Rickard. Oh, no, hold on. That's not a joke. Here we go. From Dennis. If I survived a plane crash in the wilderness, my biggest concern would be how much my airport parking bill would be. <laughs> what travels around the world but stays in one corner? A stamp. I was an hour late for my train today, but luckily when I reached the station, it was still there. The people must have wondered, where the heck is the driver? If packing for vacation were an Olympic sport, we wouldn't even qualify. Too much endurance, strength, and determination involved. I realized that driving a golf cart isn't as easy as it looks, but I finally got it down to a T. And Dennis reminds us, and, and I, I wish I had been more on the ball. This is one of the challenges of the show, but uh, happy birthday to Kelly. 
looks like Kelly and, and Andy are having a good time in Florida, which is awesome. And it says, Frank, you are the man. I agree. Absolutely agree. And we got a pile of stuff to get into. So let's do it. Let's just let's start. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll. Okay. Uh, from Frank. Ray Boom Boom Manzini was born on March 4th, 1961 in Youngstown, Ohio, USA. He is an actor and producer known for Time Bomb, 91, 645 in 2021, and Who's the Boss in 1984. You know who else's birthday it is today? Uh, the woman I call mom. Not not my mother, but of the family that's uh, essentially taken me in. Mom's birthday is today. Uh, let's see. Time Bomb. Never saw it. 645. I don't think I saw it. Who's the Boss? Like the TV show? Definitely watched that back in the day. Why is his nickname Boom Boom? Not sure how I feel about this. Can you hear the clicking? Like that happened every, I don't know, 10 minutes overnight. And I got up and I fidgeted with it because I was like, oh, maybe it's maybe it's the, the the vent. Nope. It just sucks. Oh, and he was a boxer. Okay, that makes sense. His pro record of 29 and 5 with 23 knockouts. It's a pretty good ratio. I wonder how many of them were, were by, uh, well, are the owner of those are all like actual knockouts, you know, counts, or if they were technical knockouts. I was actually doing some shadow boxing here yesterday because I just, I, I was sitting so much of the day, I just felt like I needed to move. I watched half a movie sitting outside with the birds. <laughs> Stupid birds. I love birds. Birds, come on. Uh, and he's an honorary board member of the National Veterans Foundation. Uh, Dennis says that you can hear it. Yeah. And Daniel brings up a great point. Noise is probably better than no air conditioning. Absolutely. Jenny says that clicking is way worse than the hydroponics and the bug zapper. Yes, although at home, all of those things turn off. Those are all on a schedule. Those all turn off for bed. Uh, all right. So we're going to do this one. All right, so Chris says, wind in the trees and grass under your feet or sea breezes and sand between your toes. Even though it's Friday, you might not choose both. Um, I'm a trees and grass guy. I, I, I appreciate the time away with the sand and the ocean and the warm, but I'm happy to go home. You know, I've spent a lot of time just kind of processing this and it was, you know, it's the first time I've done something like this in a while. And where's the value here, right? And, and what does it mean? The short of it is, I, I'm, I'm realizing how much I'm overworked, how I am not handling stress the way I think I am, and that I am a different person when I'm able to chill out. And I like that person. 
and I want to find more, I want to find a way that version of me shows up more. I don't know what that means. I don't know how I do that. That's not true. I have a plan for that. I'm working on it. It does not mean the first cop or whistle kick go away. It does not mean that we get rid of the things that make whistle kick what it is. So, and some of the other things, it's around the consulting, it's around hiring more people, etc. Okay, don't worry. Uh, where do we go? Right here. All right. Dennis asks, in recognition of Women's History Month, who is or are your favorite female martial artists? Um, you know, it's it's funny. I I feel conflicted at things like this because, on the one hand, I recognize the need to uplift elements of conversation that are unbalanced. For example, we know that historically women do not participate in, nor are they recognized as frequently in martial arts. And yet if you were at free training day, you know that the numbers that we had were far beyond average. It was pretty close to 50, 50. Uh, I think we had, I think 40% of the instructors were women. And that of course, excuse me, makes a difference. So I don't think of it that way. Uh, I, I know, sadly, that there are people who do. But if you if you corner me and you make me choose, the one that I'm I'm going to come back to is the one who started it all for me. Uh, it's Beth, something Beth. She hung that. Did an interview with her. There, she has an episode. Beth Belot goes back three, four years now. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't, I doubt I would have found martial arts, at least not as a child. And if I hadn't found martial arts as a child, who knows what would have happened. Pretty sure I wouldn't be here. Pretty sure I wouldn't know any of you. So it's really hard to not think of her because in my life, she's the original she helped raise me. Thank you, Andy. Uh, and if you all have... So Tommy says, in my humble opinion, martial arts is the ultimate gender-neutral activity. See, now my mind's focused on that. Uh, bring it back. Bring it back. How about you? How about you all? Do you do you have a favorite? Uh, or you can answer uh, Chris's question. I, I would love for you all to give me some more to talk about. Let's either talk about your favorite female martial artist or grass and trees. Sun and sand. I'm pretty sure I know what most of you are going to pick because I know most of you and where you live. What else? I'm looking around the room to see if there's anything worth talking about. I might make some tea. 
I had a big glass of water when I got up. I feel pretty good. Nope. It's going to take me maybe 20, 30 minutes to pack because i got to rearrange some things. Because I'm checking a bag and carrying a bag. Andy says, sun and sand. Big surprise there. I hope you were getting the sun and sand that you wanted. Oh, um, Dennis, because he's one of the kindest people I know, says, my favorites are Jenny, Kelly, and Stacy. Stacy here today. Stacy in the chat. I don't think so. I hope she is. We have another one. I number of women who show up for this show. Again, it's pretty balanced. Uh, when we, when Andrew and I talk about guests. We talk about it as let's make sure we bring women on the show without trying to bring women on the show. And I think the best, I think the best analogy I can make is, well, I, I, I don't have a good way to explain it. You know, I, I look at the, the run of guests and it's like, oh, it's a bunch of men in a row. Well, let's just make sure that we're talking to some women. You know, we're, we're not going to. Say, well, we have to have a woman every, you know, so many guests. Like, <clears throat> Dennis says, I'm going to have to go with grass and trees for $400, Alex. No sun and sand for you. More sun and sand. Well, more sun anyway. In June, Tampa for Superfoot. I'm sure Dennis will be there with me. Well, I guess I'll go. I don't have anything else to say, but I'm thankful for all of you. We will have a show on Monday. Assuming all goes well, knock, 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 knock. Uh, I'll be back in Vermont recording from the couch. And all will be right with the world. Oh, there we go. Daniel says, the person who inspired me to look at martial arts was a woman. I was watching Cynthia Rothrock movies long before ever seeing a Bruce Lee, even seeing a Bruce Lee film. Oh, that's cool. Jenny says, I try not to pick a favorite celebrity artist. I'm hoping to find one that I can really connect with in person. That's not to say I don't appreciate the likes of Cynthia Rothrock and others who have proven women can rock the martial arts. Yeah. One of the things that I, that, um, I feel conflicted about. And he says, Kelly says, thank you. I'm collecting shells for my students. Love you all. all. Um, I follow a number of women who are martial artists on social media. And quite a few of them in order to gain attention do so from do so via displaying themselves physically uh, and i don't just mean skill i mean you know essentially sexualization and and i have no problem with that 
my fear is that they feel they have to do that in order to get the attention because I think for some they they do because they're prioritizing likes and comments. So that's a bummer. Oh, Dennis, where's Andrew? So I can block you both. And we can all agree, Eric Roberts says, Alexander Grady broke the mold for martial arts movie superstars. Jenny agrees with me. Yes, that is one of the things that bothers me as well. But it's, it's, but I also get it because women are more likely on social media when they're displaying their physical prowess, their martial arts skill, to be told by commenters, you're not strong enough to make that work, etc., which drives me insane. So to wear less clothing. I don't see anybody who builds a career on that though. Very, very few. And that's why I would, and, and, and I wish just some, some of the younger women would realize that, that their likes and comments are not a currency. You can't spend it. You have to turn it into something. And most of them aren't. Because they really can't. One of the things that we will not directly but indirectly address. See, I must have woken up 10, 15 times last night because of that. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, I can just see light coming up. I hope that we will continue to do the best job we can in being gender neutral with what we do. And it is also my hope that those of you that know me well and are engaged with what we do, if you ever feel like that is not the case, that you will reach out to me. Because that's the best I can offer. <laughs> Tommy agrees. I'm in that boat as well. And thoughts. Jenny says, I'm not displaying my, quote, physical attributes, but I am the most admired badass student and looked up to by all the students, not just the girls. There you go. Yep. It is possible to create a culture where gender is understood, but not... Um, cause for differentiation. Kelly, no, no obligation. Kelly says, I'm sorry to be kind of missing this one. Feels like I should be commenting as a woman school owner, but connection is bad here. It's just like the song says, haters will be haters no matter who you are. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go. I hope you all have a great weekend. I hope you are not spending eight hours in the Dallas airport. Uh, but if you are, come say hi. I will be, who knows? It's huge.
I haven't been through that airport in a long time, but I just remember it being enormous. Um, let me some stuff for Monday. And I'll see you then. Take care, everybody. I appreciate you coming by. Peace.